Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest night's adventures throughout the world of live and local music. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check out MarkSterryMusic.net for upcoming shows, news, and info. If you like to toss a buck or two in the podcast tip jar, please visit Patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Thanks to Carlo for recording most of the super fun Blues Power Hour jam session with Jay Wilkins, myself, and Brian Johnson at the Beedle Club last Thursday. This week's podcast, number 332, dropping today on Monday, February 28th, 2022, is part two of three with the top three ACDC songs of all time, according to the celebrity guest panel of Candace Wheeler, Brian Johnson, Allie Gray, Brad Clausen, Kyle Hansen, and myself. Enjoy the conversation. So, Kyle, you have a question to ask us before we keep going. Well, I thought we'd all start with, uh, before the song, we all start with, if we, the first time we saw ACDC, if we've seen ACDC. If we just go around, I... Uh, you want to do this on number two? Okay, yeah, let's do this with our songs. Yeah, that's what I thought. I like that idea. Okay, Allie, what's your number two ACDC song? Well, my number two... When you invite me, I typically pick the most commercial of all things. And that's why you have me here. So that your grandmas and moms that are home with their kids go, oh, I love that song. <laughs> right? Isn't yes. that why I'm here? Yes. And my story behind the song is I used to have a girlfriend back in our 20s that didn't tell her parents or anyone else, but she was a stripper. And she went by the name Iris. And her dance <laughs> song was Shook Me All Night Long. Yeah. So on her wedding day, on her wedding day, her husband never knew all of us. <laughs> went to the DJ and said, "Play shook me all night long." What? <laughs> we're a bunch of asshole friends, but we did that, and then we danced around her, and we're like, "Yeah, Iris, go, go, go." I won't wow. say her real name. But Where I did she strip? In Baraboo, Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm a drummer from there. Wow. Yeah. As a wedding photographer, that's a very good story. Thank you. What I lack in music substance, I make up for in my stories. That's very good. Wow. Did the, she, so she never revealed that secret to her husband that wanted to spend the rest of his life with her. That's I'll very nice. I'll make sure they don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, that's great. Love I could, see, I could see the wedding party coming up to us as the photographers being like, you have to take pictures of this because it's going to be really surprising. Yeah. So. You know, life is, you know, I know it's all a Hallmark movie, but if someone came with me and said like, yeah, I used to strip and, you know, prostitute and never, you'd still love me anyway, don't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Brian K. Johnson of the new band, Wedgie. Brian, what is... <laughs> What's your number two? Mm. Well, I don't have a long story about it, but I just l really like the song. How long is it? Um, well, <laughs> it, it just depends. <laughs> um, no, I, I always liked the song Back in Black. I thought that was a great tune. Dude, uh, in, the, in my favorite show, Alias, 
which was my favorite show when I was younger, Jennifer Garner, like, strips in the beginning to that song. And it was right after the Super Bowl that year. She didn't take her all of her clothes off, but she was, like, on this plane trying to get this dude to, you know, whatever. And she was going to kick his ass after, but all of a sudden it starts, and it's like... When I played, I played with Dan Neal here on Thursday for our Whiskey Roses band. When we do Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison Blues after the solo, we break into the instrumental part of Back in Black. Dun, 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 dun. It's timeless, though, because there's yeah. kids like my buddy Greg's kid. She wants to learn one song, and it's Back in Black, and she's like 12 years old. Yeah. This song is timeless. Yeah. That's written about Bon Scott, too, dying. Right, Kyle? Yes. What this is it about? Back in Black. Oh, yeah, I, the whole I, album's dedicated to him yeah. because they came back in black. I could say something about that and the fact that I did see Bon Scott live. Ooh. I'm dating myself, but I don't care because I did see him Speaking in, of in, in Germany. Yes. They they opened up for Black Sabbath. Ooh. Oh, my God. Ooh. In Germany? And, okay, yes. I, and I, I had, hate you. And I had, I had never heard of ACDC before because they were not known in the United States right. at that time. <laughs> And when they came out, I was like, who is this band? That's awesome. You was, saw ACDC open up for Black Sabbath yes. in Germany. Yes. With Bon yes. Scott. With Bon Scott, yes. Wow. That's good. Yeah, it was It was a cool show. I'm so jealous and mad at the same time. I think, I think they only, Bon Scott only played here once. I think. Really? Yeah. I'll have to double check that. But anyway. Brad Clausen. All right. How, how What's your number two of top five, of top three really ACDC hard, songs? It's really hard to follow that. Thanks. Because <laughs> um, you're the, cool, the coolest <laughs> one at the table. Um, <laughs> I do have I a confession so. to make. My number three pick was actually my number one pick. Because oh. I want to make sure I got it. So my number two pick is actually my number two pick. Because I don't know my number three yet. Um, but I'm going with Problem Child. Yeah. lyrics of that I am hot when I'm not I'm cold as ice mm-hmm. get out of my way or take a stand and pay the price I mean it's just the ultimate ACDC is with the flick of my knife I'll take your I life mean, I mean it's either the songs are about sex or fuck you mm-hmm. and this is the their fuck you song I mean yeah I'm a little kid I'm a problem child Fuck you. And then when you I think, think Bon Scott was a problem child. Yeah, and a yeah, problem adult fine. and a problem teenager. And, and the one thing I love about Bon Scott, the lyrics are more like stories and there's more. But when he does inflection, when he just says, and I'm wild. And you can just, <laughs> I'm just hearing him smirk while he says that. Yeah, and it's sexy. true and it's awesome. I mean, <laughs> I yeah. Some of those and songs then, are like, what? I know. I, well, I got to, yeah, I want to. Yeah. I know, like the Jack, I tear up every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then right when you think the song is over, it just starts over again. And you're like, oh, are they going to continue? And then you get the fade out. Yeah, yeah. Kyle will kill you. I love it. All right, Brad, great pick. Kyle, what's number two? 
two dogs now makes cleaning my vehicle pretty much impossible, but I don't care. Life is good. We feel safe ramble around the country with them in my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler. Went 250,000 miles in my old car. Just too much for that poor thing to take. I found myself looking for a new dream ride at ID Chrysler, and the staff can more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. The philosophy is simple. Time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out the inventory at ZombrotaCDJR.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zombrota, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Zombrota today and enjoy a safe winter, hopefully spring soon, season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. I want to talk about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville, St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located in the corner of Counter and B. And Dale's motto is, a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is the truth. Got previous podcast guest and keyboard extraordinaire Stephen C. Coming up as the guest musician at B-Dale in a couple weeks. Yacht rock and classic rock galore. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, Tar, Barstaff. Well, state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. As of late, my libation of choice is a classic Greyhound cocktail. And they're to quote 16-time world champion Rick flair tasty little devils live music pool table pool tabs bingo botchable tournaments and much much more details got it all stop by for a cold one soon okay so i have this revolving circle that's going through two because there's so many that uh, it's impossible to pick three so as the wheel spins it stops on the song in sixth grade when there was an album going around called Dirty Deeds and everybody kept putting it on the headphones and we all started laughing at the song because, oh my God, have you heard this song? Have you heard this song? Oh my God, this song. Big balls. Yes! Yes! yes. <laughs> I was in junior high DJing a dance, and my buddy took over DJing, and he put that song in, and we had to shut down the whole thing because everyone got so pissed off about it. But it's about a ballroom. It's about ballroom dancing. My balls are always <laughs> bouncing to the left and to the right. Tongue in cheek. My balls should be held every night. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault that people's minds are in the gutter. I know. Exactly. I know. Mine is. Songs written so. by John Thunborg. <laughs> Bye, John. JT, we just said that the song Big Balls by ACDC was written about you. Well, yeah, me and the Wilson sisters. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's funny. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that was, so that was my second. Today. Tomorrow it may change. And what was your favorite ACDC concert experience? Ooh. My favorite was probably in 1990 on the Razor's Edge tour. My girlfriend at the time and her friend knew people on the tour. And when we saw him at the Met Center, we're backstage talking with the accountant and one of the production managers. And he goes, hey, why don't you guys just come to the show in Alpine Valley tomorrow? Uh, okay. So we get there and there's a big fat envelope with VIP passes, tickets, meet and greets. And we got to meet Chris Slade. The drummer who was there at the time, replacing Phil Rudd, uh, got a picture with with uh, Cliff, Williams. Cliff Williams. And we're standing there, and it's my girlfriend and I and her friend, and Malcolm looks out the door of the bus, and he goes like this. 
And he's like, come here. And so I ran over to the bus, and he comes and opens the bus door. He goes, no, mate, not you. No, you. Oh, <laughs> and I go, I go, well, if you want to talk to her, you have to take a picture with me and sign a couple things for me. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so he signed. He gave me a guitar pick and signed me two of the ACDC dollar bills, and I got a picture with Malcolm. Oh, my God. So for the folks, Malcolm Young is one of the founders, kind of the boss of ACDC band. We never really talked about the members, but it's primarily Angus Young, who dressed up like a schoolchild, you know, with a classic outfit of shorts and tie and whatever. His brother Malcolm was the pri- him and the primary songwriters, rhythm guitar player, and he died recently. And then uh, Bon Scott, Brian Johnson, Cliff Williams played the bass, was the primary one, and then on drums, uh, uh, Phil Rudd. Was probably the primary drummer, wouldn't you say? That's a classic lineup. Yep. Yeah. And then Chris Slade filled in. Yeah. Well, Chris then there Slade's was uh, Simon Wright. Simon Wright, yeah. On the flick of the switch and fly in the wall. Yes. And then Chris Slade came in. Then Phil came back. And the, the Angus, the Young family, is kind of interesting. Is like they're kind of the original kind of like Partridge family. Their brother was was a music musician as well. Produced their records. All these brothers were all popular musicians. They did a good job. They did a very good job. Right? To quote Dan Neal, we can we can compare I mean, checkbooks, and I'm guessing they definitely won. I mean, yeah. Angus was up front, but Malcolm was like the foundation. Oh, yeah. He's... Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm glad I got a... The like, Foundation. I, That's the literally. name of your band, isn't it, Johnson? That sounds the like Johnson a, Foundation. <laughs> that sounds like a shitty cover band name. <laughs> I'm taking donations. Well, it could be. It sounds like a shell company, actually. The Johnson Foundation. All right, Candace, you're up. Okay, my number two um, ACDC song is Hell's Bells. Yes. Yes. Satan's calling Love of those bells. See, that's what I was debating on my number three was Hell's Bells or... Rock and rolling, noise pollution. Do you know the story of that song? Do you know, Kyle? Tell me. I don't think I do. No. So, what, from what I've heard, is that when they hired Brian Johnson to do the singing for the Back in Black record, he locked himself. Tell me if, was, if I'm wrong, but he was in a room somewhere and there's an awful storm out, and he had this awful dream about similar to like um, um, the guy from Iron Maiden, the bass player. Steve Harris. Steve Harris, for God's sake, when he wrote uh, uh, Number of the Beast. So it's kind of like he had this weird, awful, devilish dream and wrote these awful, nasty lyrics. It's kind of been scared of it ever since. He doesn't know where it really even came from. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I could, yeah. So I like Mysterious. The devil yeah, wrote yeah, it himself. Yeah, That's King, perfect. King Diamond did that with Abigail. The Abigail album. Yeah, he just had the like, devil write it. About like seven guys in black robes standing over his bed. That's what my friend Allie Gray had yeah. done on the album Johnson Street. Well, isn't that just King Diamond's bedroom at night? He just oh, comes oh, in know, there. I know, exactly. It's another day in King Diamond life, but yeah. <laughs> we were real quick. We were at a, we were at a, this festival in Texas, and King Diamond's playing, and my buddy's. Uh, very casual fan. About halfway through his set, he comes up and he goes, "All right, enough of the satanic bullshit. I gotta get out of here." <laughs> My dude, this is awesome. <laughs> Candace, have you, have you ever seen ACDC? Oh yeah. So I took my brother to go see um, ACDC when he was like 13 in LA at the Dodger Stadium. You are awesome. Um, well, that doesn't it was fun. suck. 
Yeah, it was really fun. Went to go visit some friends out there and then went to the concert. And it was just so cool. Everyone's wearing the horns and stuff. You, you know, and he didn't think it was, it was cool as um, I did, but he had fun, I think. It was definitely an experience. Nice. Okay, my number two uh, is I got this in junior high. You did the BMG tape club. Yeah, I did that. And so I did the BMG tape club, and I picked up the new ACDC record, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And one of the, the MTV clips, Angus was jumping through a video. as a blow-up-your-video uh, <laughs> era of ACDC. And so I would listen to this cassette tape, and I still think it's one of my favorite ACDC records of all time. And, we, and my favorite song up there was Heat Seeker. The first song off, Blow Up Your Video. It's still one of my favorites from 19... Oh, I got my damn thing moving here. From 1988. When he jumped to that TV, it was totally awesome. So Heat Seeker is my number two. Um, my my concert experience. I was in college at UW Stout, and my buddy Irock, who did nothing, didn't drink water, milk, just drank nothing but summer hummers all day long, like green vodka and lime juice or whatever. We can have all buy around from the bar. You're talking about lime vodka? Lime vodka. Oh my god. So summer hummers. That sounds awful. Anyway, so I'd never seen ACDC, so we got tickets to go see ACDC. So I drove to my hometown. They had they had a bus leave from Anchors Bar in Turtle Lake. Went to the cities to go see ACDC. And we drove drank the whole goddamn way up there, stopped at every bar or whatever. And I'll never forget this. The concert was great, loved all the stuff. My favorite part though was we were on First Avenue, it was at Target Center, and my buddy Irock had to piss so bad and we knew the bus truck. It was complete right out of a goddamn, you know, part two of Days to Confuse, you know, whatever. He goes, Open up the goddamn bus door. And he goes, What? Open it up. So he opens it up. My buddy Irock stood there on the edge and pissed on every car. Parked on First Avenue all the way to Target. <laughs> nice. Wow. So Paul Gale, yeah, literally cut, just pissed over all the cars they drove down for. Stand. Is that why my car was wet when I got out of the show? <laughs> so that was my favorite. Yeah, but that's it. All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in to part two of the top three ACDC songs of all time, and we'll see you next week for the final, the conclusion.